One of the things you always have to do with a mobile app is onboarding. Let's find out more. Hi, I'm Ian Thane. Welcome to another SAP Code Talk. And I'm really pleased to have again with me, Andres Palfi. Andres, thank you for joining me. Thank you very much. And uh, welcome everybody listening this. Excellent. So you are the man we're going to talk about onboarding about. So let's just get straight into it. Um, I mentioned, you know, one of the things we need with onboard, uh, for mobile apps is to onboard. So what is what, and obviously we're here because there's a component. So what does the component provide for developers and what's what is the purpose of the component right so uh, usually the developers wants to focus on the business of the applicant business part of the application and don't want to spend too much time with uh, not so interesting parts connecting to the server or collecting information so this is quite important for everybody and uh, but we also realize that uh, lots of developers technical all of them do the same around the application start when they want to connect to the system because of course we have well-defined uh, systems and, and rules how the how the whole system works so they can use a lot of uh, different components from foundation the theory UI kit but this to bind together everything and uh, set up the system is takes a lot of time mm -hmm. so this is good that we have but we can provide more Together with this, all the developers do something differently for each application starts. They always has these uh, small parts what they want to do differently. Uh, for example, using another authentication or try to use a different storage file or, or store uh, information in keychain. And there are a lot of other things. Okay. okay. So we try to provide something to have this process for the developers. Okay, you said that there's obviously uh, um, sort of a flow, and these 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 guys are, will want to tailor it. So, what are the most common tasks around the application start? Yes, yeah, so usually when you start at uh, most of these business-related uh, applications, first you want to collect some configuration. For example, where to connect, where is the server? It's, if it is not hard-coded, then you want to target multiple servers and what kind of connection to use. You have to co uh, collect this information. And when you have this information, you have to configure some components, for example, the networking layer, uh, to be able to work with that system. And then you connect to the server. And uh, when you connect it, you just uh, definitely use Cloud Platform by Services. And <laughs> this is our product. So you can uh, download different settings from the server. You can control a lot of things there. But you have to download it. And when you download it, you have to apply it as well. So when you collect it and set up all the system, you want to persist it. So when the next time the user starts the application, you can just restore all this information. You don't have to onboard all that time. Uh, so the application developers, what they need is a configured networking component to be able to communicate with the server. Mm -hmm. uh, informations from the server, which can influence the application behavior. And um, of course, a secure storage where they can store all this information. Excellent. Okay. So, how does the onboarding itself solve some of these tasks that you just mentioned? 
yes, so what we provide and, and uh, try to provide is we have experiences with, with onboarding in the past with the mm. different SDKs. And instead of providing a huge configurable component, we provide currently small, smaller pieces. And uh, this is this is good because this is very flexible mm -hmm. for the developers. So we have well-defined classes with, with each of the classes with particular tasks. And these are called the onboarding steps. Onboarding steps are uh, well-defined um, um, classes mm -hmm. with a particular task. And uh, we have some rules around them. Of course, when you have these individual uh, boxes or steps, we need the mechanisms to be able to run it, so to to process the for flow, and we have some functionalities around this. And when you bind together the different steps, and they describe an onboarding process, it is called the onboarding flow. The very important that this flow is declared by the application developer. So there are no mandatory component what you have to use. You can always uh, replace or add your component to this flow. So this is, as I said, very flexible for them. If you have some custom task or you want uh, to be able to fine tune the behavior of one step what we provide, you can do that. There's a very important general rule, however, that we don't really know how the onboarding flow was set up by the developer. So the general, general rule is here that when a step collects or creates information, then it has to persist it. And I will tell you how, and then restore it the next time the application starts. So it's the uh, mandatory rule for the, for the different steps. In general, we have two kinds of flows. One for the onboarding, when the user, let's say, first time starts the application. And the other is the restore flow, when the uh, user already onboarded, stops the application and starts next time. So then uh, we just restore the application. Okay, okay. So there's one thing how to pass information because we could not uh, predefine these steps because it's set up by the developers. Mm -hmm. So for that, we have the onboarding context. And uh, using this context, there are the most important things what needs for all the steps. So for example, there's an SAP URL session, which can be configured by the steps or can be used by the steps to download information. There is a storage to store uh, information and persist the information. And there's an info uh, field, which is the technically special, specialized dictionary, uh, where the application, uh, the steps can uh, put information what other steps can use. And there's a presentation delegate, of course, because uh, we don't know, uh, or the steps cannot know how other steps behave, how they presented and what they presented. So to ease them to present a view controller, we have the presentation delegate in the context. Excellent. Okay. So, um, I mean, it's, it seems very flexible when you, as you, the way we've described it. What are the most important components within that, though? Right. So uh, let's look at the average application start and the average flow, mm -hmm. uh, what uh, we can imagine. Of course, we have a welcome screen and the welcome step. This is what the user faced when it starts the application. Wow. Uh, it is technically not just a welcome screen. It is a welcome step, 
which also a configuration provider. So it, it gathers the information from the system, how it works. It uses a configuration provider component. But this, again, can be uh, configured by the application developers. So we have a lot of, uh, lots of different default implementations. For example, handling URLs, QR code, or uh, discovery service. And uh, this is used by this component. Uh, the other very important part here is the configuration transformer. So we, the configuration provider collects information from somewhere. And then in, inside in the memory, just there's a dictionary of some data. But in the context and the info field, we need well-typed uh, structs and classes, information what other steps can use and they other steps declared. So we have a configuration transformer, which transforms this any simple dictionary to the info structure, uh, a flat dictionary where there are keys, where you can onboarding keys and structures. For example, when we get the settings JSON, from uh, the uh, discovery service, which describes an OAuth summer parameters. The configuration transformer then transform it to the proper structs, and other steps can use this. So this is the welcome step. It's a bit complicated, uh, but also very flexible and um, easy to use, honestly. And then after we have the configuration, we have to set up different things in the uh, SAP URL session to be to be able to connect properly to the uh, mobile services and the server. Mm -hmm. So these are the configuration steps. We have more. I don't want to go into details. We have very good documentations and others can read it. So when the URL session configures this level, we have the authentication. This is a very important part, of course. And uh, for this, we support uh, the, uh, all the authentication formats that the foundation supports, OAuth, Summer, Basic, more certificate scenario, and all this. And for all of the authentications, we have uh, steps. Uh, when we successfully authenticated, we want to get the information from the server what the administrator uh, configured, the different settings and, and options what we can control on the mobile services. And when we downloaded it with the settings download steps, we can apply. We have several apply steps. So uh, the main idea behind this settings handling is that we decide, uh, application developer decides what to download and put the appropriate steps into the flow. And then he can decide what to apply. This is the separation is there because if you don't want to use our settings download, but you hard code it or you have a, your own process to set it into the uh, uh, context, you can still use our apply steps, which applies these settings. So we separated the information collection from the apply side. And when you are ready all with this, of course, you have to persist it into the secure store or some kind of secure store. For this, we provide the secure store manager step, mm -hmm. the store manager step. Uh, but you also can uh, influence how it behaves and what kind of storage it creates, because it can create a keychain-based storage or the file-based storage what the foundation provides or your custom storage, if you want. Excellent. Man, that's a, that's a, a good uh, description about everything. Uh, guys, if you want to check it out, uh, I always say go to the SDK Assistant, create an application, see what we generate for you and play around with it. Um, I know one thing 
uh, Andras, one of the things I saw in the, the latest release of the SDK uh, is that in that onboarding flow, we have the typical GDPR steps as well. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> so we have uh, several steps and uh, we also have some new stuff there uh, to have the customers around the uh, security level of the uh, secure storage to be able to change passcode and apply the new settings automatically uh, from the subsidiary server. So good stuff. Excellent. Andres, again, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for giving us a really nice description. I'm sure there'll be some questions and I'm sure we're going to see you again soon. Thanks again. Okay, thank you very much. Have a nice day.